the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here till another hour talking about cars and car repair stuff. And if you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And to be fair, we're going straight to Tom because he waited through the break, and I'm not going to do anything other than he has my 100% of my attention. Tom, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Yeah, I wanted to ask you some pros and cons on installing a Jasper remanufactured engine in my van. Uh, it, it, is it still, would you say it's better to repair what you have or just go out and replace with the prices that are out there right now? Well, what do you have? Tell me what the vehicle is. Uh, it's a 2008 uh, E250, and I do have a Jasper transmission in it I put in about nine months ago or my mechanic did yeah and it, it it's the greatest thing i've i've ever driven with this transmission i i am at the risk of sounding like i'm doing a commercial for jaster we use them as well um we're real comfortable with their customer service we're real comfortable that the two of us can work through problems together it's not a one-sided arrangement I remember one time we had this 460 motor on an old 73 Ford truck, that, and, and, and it was consuming oil. So they said, send the whole motor back. And they called us and said, we messed up. Here's how we messed up. We're going to fix it. We're going to pay the rental car fees. We're going to pay you to put back in everything. Now, they're not going to pay my shop rate. They're going to pay my technician's rate. I'm happy with that. <laughs> At least I broke even or somewhat. Right. So, so right. I am a Jasper fan. I think they build good motors. I think they recognize their mistakes. I think they're priced appropriately. You should have been bid the motor and the labor, but then there's a whole bunch of dollars for the the, the accessories, the motor mounts, the fan belts, the fluids, um, the gaskets, stuff like that. Make sure that all of that's in there. And well, uh, that, but no, that's my con- that was my concern on it. Uh, getting a new motor and then like all the fuel injection and all that, and with it be taking the old stuff off my old motor and putting it on the new one or yes what yes, all does yeah. the new motor come with it's going to come with two heads and a block so your valve covers your intake manifold your oil pan it's going to have an oil pump in it your oil right. pans all the sheet metal that surrounds your engine valve covers the intake manifold and the oil pan has is transferred all right and then you all your what? fuel injection and everything like that. Did it run an idle smooth, and did it pass emissions before? Oh, yeah. It's running It's running great now. It's got 330,000 miles in it, though. So okay. It'll run great and afterwards. Sure should, yeah, I'm not sure if I should just drive this till the wheels fall off and go okay. ahead and make an investment. Well, let's talk about that real quick, okay? 
if it's running good and it's not drinking oil and it's not blowing blue smoke and you're not defogging, you're not fogging the neighborhood every morning when you leave, then I don't know why you're shopping for a new engine. I'm not afraid of any motors, and I want you to change your question, Mark. When you replace a motor, what typically prefaces the motor replacement? Well, and that's real easy. Somebody overheated the hell out of it, or somebody ran it low on oil and wiped the motor. Those right. are the two things. That's it. So, uh, we, uh, if you came to me and said, you know, I want to spend five, six, seven thousand dollars and and put new spark plugs and new wires and new this and new this and new TPS and new EGR valve and well, I want to do this and and I want to put it back together. I'm happy to do that, but I mean, really and truly, if this thing's not leaking oil profusely. If it's not leaking oil at all and it's not blowing any blue smoke, then the, then the only time I see motors come to me in a basket is when they were run low on oil or overheated significantly. So that 360 doesn't doesn't bother me. If you wanted to take me and my wife to New York City for dinner one night and you wanted to drive, I'd go with you. <laughs> so, I mean, well, I... I but if you're going to go to an aftermarket, then Jasper would be be, be my choice. And keep in mind that the, 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 the engines that come from the dealers are not ones that are made at the factory. They buy right. them from a variety of vendors that I buy them from. So right. my, you, you just hit the sweet spot. I'm a Jasper guy. Okay? Uh, do you have time for another question? Real quick, you bet. Uh, I, when I like at a drive through or something in my van and I'm at a stop and I have a slight turn on my wheel and I take off, I hear kind of like this grinding sound. And that was there before the transmission. Would you say that's probably something in the rear end? No, no. That's a very unusual thing. If you're just putting a little bit of of, of input in the steering. Otherwise, when you pull up and you don't do anything to the steering wheel and you take off, this noise isn't there. You pull up to a traffic lot and you you to a traffic light or to a stop and you give it steering input to the right or the left. The very first few feet make a noise. Is that what I'm hearing right. you say? Okay. Correct. I can't do that one, but there's a hundred shops out there that would say, just bring it over to me and I'll give you ten minutes. You're not going to take me for a ride for an hour while you make it happen. <laughs> you need to practice <laughs> on making it happen, and you bring it on over here and we'll take a ride. And if you can do it in the parking lot, I'm going to hug you. So that's how it works. Yeah. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. I'll bring okay. it down. Okay. And, uh, Thank you very much. Can I mention? Can I mention the shop that did the transmission? Um. Is it? Is it? Uh, yes. You know what? I, I usually don't, but I, I. I. Yes. Go ahead. I'll just say the boys were great. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, yeah. Then I'll you. See then you in the, I'll see you next week in the office. <laughs> okay. You. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. You're you're already dealing with Andy and Alan anyway, so and and I, I I'm quite sure that they'll be just fine and 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 Eddie and and any one of the nine guys there can drive that thing in the parking lot and and listen to the noise. So, Tom, thank you very much. Tom, number two, how are you? Hello, good morning. You have to go off speakerphone because it's not going to work that way. Hello. Hello. Well, I'm trying to get off this thing. Oh. Um. Because I'm not on a regular phone. Oh. Okay. So you push the speaker. Okay. How about now? Screen. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Now I'm good. Now I'm good. Now I'm awake. Okay. 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 I already know what this is about. You're calling about air conditioning, and and the name your name is Tom Blackwell from Blackwell Automotive, and and if you're gonna 
tease me. I'm going to have Gil dump you faster than you can blink an eye. But I have a couple of questions. I'm glad you called. I have a couple of questions for you. Okay. Okay. So we got a lot of vintage cars out there. You work on them. And um, there are times when we're going to convert from 12 to from 12 to 134. And when that happens, we have a lot of variables that are involved. I want you to be brief, but I want you to talk about the variables. For instance, I'm going to throw one at you. The orifice tube or the expansion valve. Is there going to be a change between 12, the old refrigerant, and the 134? Depending on what it is, whether it is an orifice tube or a, or, a, uh, or um, an expansion valve, I've used the expansion valves off of 134 and R12 in the same system, and they worked fine. However, there are some instances where you have to change them, but technically okay. they work the same. On on an expansion valve? Okay, what about an on orifice expansion? tube? The orifice tubes are slightly different, but again, technically they still work the same. But there is a change in the 134 and the R12. On an orifice tube exchange, when you update, when you take a, tw- a 134 and you're going to, or you're going to take a 12 and go to 134, the old Freon to the new Freon, the orifice tubes come in a variety of different colors and the, and the tube inside is a, a variety of different sizes. Are you finding out that you oftentimes have to experiment with one or two tubes to get it to blow cold? I haven't run across that very often. However, the the orifice size, say, in an orange or a blue or a white, obviously they're going to be different sizes. I've taken the orifice tubes out of them completely on a system like the, the GM with the accumulator, the stuff that we've seen for years. Right. Eliminate the orifice tube and put an expansion valve in its place. Okay. Is it an on adjustable the, uh, expansion the- valve? No. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm asking just a, you just, quite, a reg, just your regular, just your regular old vanilla expansion valve. Okay. Um, and and everybody else is understanding this conversation, but you're not. That's okay. Just answer the questions. Um, have you ever seen a vehicle that had a had a, a, a manual belt driven fan and an electric fan on the same side of the radiator? I mean, on the engine side of the radiator. Not very often, unless somebody got it backwards. Well, it, just just we're going to go question and answer. Have you ever seen one? Because I haven't. I've never seen the electric on the same side as the mechanical belt-driven, and I'm of the same opinion. I think maybe somebody, it should have belonged on the outside, the grill side of the condenser, as opposed to the fan side of the radiator. That's That was my position. Okay. Right. Yeah. And and now that we're talking about it, yeah, maybe on a Ford truck, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about here, in my opinion. Okay. Now, what's the the center vent temperature you want to f- hit to know that you did a good job? What's the Fahrenheit number? You know, it's thirty-eight to forty, maybe forty-two somewhere. Let's say thirty-eight to forty-two. Okay. Let's go thirty-eight to forty-five. If if you'll just go along with me on this one, because okay, all right, all right, fair enough. And 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 when you're testing it, are you driving it or is it in the bays? And what speed is the fan on? And and folks, the reason I'm asking it is because whether you're driving it or it's in the bays, or whether the fan speed is on line on one versus ten, there's a big difference in what the speed is or what the temp is. So what do you use, Tom? Well, we've used a stationary fan like we used to use on the dyno, in the dyno bay, to blow some air across the front of the radiator. Gotcha. To bring, the, to bring the, the high side pressure down. We've driven them down the road. We've used a, to find out if you know if you had a situation where the, the vent temperature was warm, I just had it serviced, um, uh, it's still not working just right. We find out that 
the uh, condenser fan motor might be bad, or or the the the, um, the driven fan, the, the belt driven fans are not pulling enough air through it. And, you know, okay, uh, stop that. Water on the condenser. So there's you know, there's some other th- you know, things like that. Okay, you you've given me all the variables, but you didn't answer the question. What speed is the fan on? The fan, the, the the blower fan, the blower motor. Are you on low or on you on high? And 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 but you didn't answer the question that we're going to simulate the car going down the road at thirty forty miles an hour with a huge fan okay, in front of it. Okay, so what and what vent temperature? You know, if you if we're going to agree on thirty eight to forty five, um, what? Are you che- I, I I check them on medium. Okay. Not on okay. high. Okay, okay. So do we. So this is this. We have found that that's the fairest place to do it. So you came into a conversation kind of late. Um, it, it, at the end of the, the end of the day, is somebody called in and they had this um, car, and and I said to him, as nice as I could be, that nobody's going to want this car because it's it's just um, there's been so many people guessing about what it needs. And there's been so many things that have been changed, and then of course we had the fan on the on the. I think we had the fan on the wrong side of the uh, of the of the radiator, but at the end of the day he couldn't get past 50, and and he had tried had numerous places, and it was a 134. It was an R12 old Freon to a new Freon conversion, but he didn't know if they had changed the or if it even had an orifice tube or if it had an expansion valve, and both of those meter the amount of refrigerant through the system. So those are the the gates of how fast or how slow the refrigerant flows through the system, and those are important considerations for the air conditioning. So, Tom, thanks for spending the time with me. But hopefully, I've made it made it clear to everybody else that these are all moving parts. But Tom has been successful because I've sent cars to him before, and successful in getting the air conditioning to blow between 38 and 45 um, on most all the cars. But there is a process of elimination, and unfortunately, the customer has to pay for that. We'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24 7. Hey, this is Allison Ferno, host of the new show, American Ammo. Catch me on 960 AM every Saturday, 2 to 2.30. We talk about local, AZ, and national policy, exposing the darkness and equipping you with truth and action steps to get involved. Sponsored by realtor Julia Rice with My Home Group. She believes in faith, family, and freedom. If you are a vet or a first responder, ask about a special discount. Contact Julia at 623-261-5956 or visit her website at juliarice.mydoorsoul.com. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over! Whoa! The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. And welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. If you have a car question or car problem, this has been a day where we've had questions and problems that have just had so many answers to them. And oftentimes, um, when you ask if you see, like I'm, I'm, I'm in a roadmap kind of thing, and so in the center we're in Phoenix, and as you well know, you can leave Phoenix in in any one of about thirty different directions in the face of a clock. And so when you ask a question, if the answer is I don't know, that you're really not, you know, you're not really taking a step forward. I had a chance to talk with Tom Blackwell off the air, and and and. When they're doing vintage car repair stuff, they're typically upgrading the system using vintage parts, and the system itself holds between one and a half and two pounds of refrigerant. And if you're going to upgrade it, you're going to upgrade it to a 134 because you certainly aren't going to upgrade 12 to 12 (laughs) because it's hard to get and it's a little expensive so 134 is the better choice it's the newer refrigerant it's the same reason why we don't have green coolant anymore well we do but we have orange and we have blue and we have amber and and we have a variety of different colors that denote different different marketing strategies for each one of the coolants or antifreeze if that's what you want to call it so the idea of this this really goes back to the, one of the very first callers at the front side um, when we were talking about a restoration of a car or fixing a car and one of the things that he wanted to do was is get the air conditioning back in and and I said I is it going to be a 12 system which is the old refrigerant or is it going to be the new system which is the 134 and then that's where we we just we just went in every different direction but anyway 6025080960 if we can get back to the show we will 6025080960 and um 
So I want to talk about another good shop that um, I haven't talked about today, but Action Auto Repair is uh, at I-17 in Deer Valley, and Tom and I have been friends since 1983. He's uh, Tom knows right from wrong, so does his staff. He's well-known for quality workmanship. He has great customer service and a fast turnaround time, and his ASC, his technicians are ASE Master Certified. A Master Certification, ASE tests, the basic fundamental is that there are eight automotive tests and each one of them tests a particular area of the car like brakes is one of the tests climate controls air conditioning and heat is one of the tests performance which is fuel injection is one of the tests alignment suspension transmissions uh, electrical system well when you're a master you've passed them all and I've been a master since 1991 and you have to recertify every five years until you retire and at that point you become a a retired ASE master and you're allowed to call yourself a master they use the word emeritus which means retired so that's that's an important consideration when you pick a shop is is do they have a lot of master technicians there which are the seasoned dogs those are the guys that have been around a long time so action auto repair lots of those i-17 in deer valley is a good place to go and we have a caller who might that be say hello to bob bob good morning how can i help you hey mark hey morning two questions uh first one four four six four twenty ten uh, about 230,000 miles on it, highway miles. I drove it to work every day and back, 40 miles each way. It's a great truck. I so if you were going to refresh it, what would you do to it? Uh, and then I was wondering what your opinion of the 5.7 Hemi. My wife has one, got 96,000. She's wanting to trade it in the car. and like, not that time to do it, the prices of cars. Okay. Uh, Give me all right. You're breaking up, but the two thirty uh, two hundred thirty thousand. Give me the year ranking model of that again. I missed it. Twenty ten F one fifty. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not a fan of trying to outguess God, and unless this thing is puking oil out of the the. Uh, the valve covers and and unless it's got tremendous internal pressure or it's drinking oil or it's fouling the spark plugs um i think i would just leave it alone because of all the motors we do and we do a lot of motors of all of them we do 99 percent of them come in because they've been overheated or they've been run low on oil so it's been a very long time i can tell you the truck it was a 73 chevy or a ford pickup truck it came in just it just got to the point where it was fouling spark plugs so bad, and we put another motor in it. So I I, I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I, I can tell you it's not going to be benefit to change it now because you think it's going to fail later. It, it, it This thing could go 300,000 miles. We had that other caller that came in here. I'll look at my thing here. and He had 300,000 miles on it or something like that. So it's it's really a matter of if you want to, as far as Ford your Ford's concerned, um, I like Jasper Motors. Um, I I I just always have. We could also find a low mileage motor, probably in a wrecking yard, that the numbers would match yours. And so, if you found one in a wreck truck with twenty thousand miles, that was a direct replacement. That might be an option for you. So there's lots of options. Gotcha. But but I'm just not a fan of changing them until they start, you know, start fogging the neighborhood with blue smoke or they start drinking oil, and and become it's undependable. Yeah, 
not doing any of that. My, I, my concern was like time and change. That was my concern. You know, uh, is that something worthy of going in? Because it's never had anything done to it. Okay. Great okay. Uh, I'll tell you what I would do if I were you is 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 um, I would take an oil sample from the next time the oil change, ask them to to give you the first um, five ounces of oil that comes out of the drain hole, and just put it in a baby food jar, get on the internet and send it to somebody and have them have them do an analyzation. If there's a lot of aluminum in there, it's typically because the chain is slapping the cover, <laughs> and and you're right, <laughs> it needs attention. But if there is no aluminum in there, then there ain't no change slapping the cover, and you're okay. It'll also give you parameters for the iron and the zinc and all that kind of stuff, and it'll really give you kind of a baseline. And if you do that annually, and they cost $20, I think, or something like that, give or take 10 then you, you all of a sudden you've got a bunch of iron, or you've got a bunch of aluminum, or you've got coolant, antifreeze, or water. Those oil analysis kind of help you take the heartbeat of your motor, and they they cost nothing. The thing of it is, is that we need the first five ounces when we change the oil because that's the oil's running across the bottom of the pan and bringing out a lot of trash, and that's kind of the oil that we want to look at. So, does that help you? Gotcha. Yes, it does. And I do the oil changes myself, so not uh, anything I couldn't do myself. So, uh, and then the five seven, that's a twenty twelve Dodge Charger. The 5.7 Yeah. How many miles has that got on it? 96. Yeah. You know. I, my concern my, with that is there's, I've heard about lifter issues. That's my concern with that. Yeah, but we can still fix the lifter issues. We don't have to put a motor in it. We can fix the lifter issues. I think you just wait until you have a deal, and then you deal with the problem that you have. I I don't think that you plan on putting a motor in that just because this group of people, this very small group of people, have had problems with lifters. Uh, I really think that you just kind of let let the car go, and uh, and it's going to be as dependable as has been, and it's going to give you symptoms before it goes to motor heaven. There's no question about that. You're going to get symptoms. It ain't going to be tomorrow afternoon at 2.16, it's fine, and at 2.17, it blows up. That doesn't happen. So nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Hey, Eldorados, Larry Elder here, and I want to tell you about a radio show and podcast that you may not have heard of, but you need to be listening to. Every Saturday at 3 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot, you can hear Broken Potholes, hosted by Chuck Warren and Sam Stone. Broken Potholes takes a deep dive into the crumbling politics and fracturing culture of a nation in crisis. The show shines a light on state and local issues that get ignored by other media, and Chuck and Sam ask the tough questions that the corporate media won't. This show is also about more than politics. It features interviews with leaders in business, culture, sports, and more. Chuck and Sam have over 30 years' experience in politics at the national, state, and local level. They're conservative, but the show is focused on an open exchange of ideas and views. So listen to Broken Potholes, Saturdays at 3 p.m. on 960 The Patriot. And if you can't make it then, you can listen to the podcast at brokenpotholes.vote. That's brokenpotholes.vote. And make sure you tell them that the great Eldersky sent you. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? 
They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does, just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, tail wagging, backyard hanging, and of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. That was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. Enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Welcome back to everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and uh, we have four lines open. Josh has got one. I'm going to get to Josh in about two minutes or less, and you're welcome to grab the others, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurt's Automotive has been on my list of car repair shops for just decades. Kurt and his staff, they're a family-owned, independent auto repair shop, been around a long time. They've been recognized as a Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winner. They opened their doors in 1987. He works on domestic and import, both gas and diesel. He has ASC certified technicians. He's a good guy. So if you live anywhere near Bell and I-17, the northeast corner is Kurtz Automotive. If you don't have a shop or you want to try to Try another shop for just an oil change, then go to Kurtz. See how they treat you. See what they do. I can tell you that the shops that I represent are not the shops that bring you in on a $19 oil change and then give you a a hand-drawn list of estimates for $2,000 of work you need. That's just not what it's all about. Not to us, anyway. So when you go in, you get an oil change. If we see something that you need now, we'll tell you and put a number to it. No hard pressure, nothing, you're going to die about this, nothing. 
It's not that way. And here's some other things that you're going to need to spend in the future. Here's some numbers to go with it so that you can budget. Thank you very much. Low pressure, no twisting of the arms. That's not Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell. Let's go to Josh. Josh, thanks for holding. How can I help you? Yeah, thanks for taking the call. You bet. I uh, I actually picked up a uh, 2008 uh, Land Rover LR3 uh, about a year ago at auction. Uh, for the impulse decision, but uh, um, 140,000 miles or so, and and over the course of uh, a couple months, it started it started to have a minor like hiccup during the transmission shifting um, at 20 to 30 miles an hour. Some days it happened, some days it didn't. Um, took, my buddy read the code for me, and it said something like both. It's been a few months, so I'm, I'm sorry I don't have the exact codes, but it said something like um, there was an issue in acceleration and deceleration as well. I took it to the shop, and, and the rover the rover specialist actually just looked at it and said it needs a new transmission, nine thousand dollar quote. Is there a way to save that? Uh, it's been kind of less less frequent during the winter months. I don't know if there's a reason for that or if that's just kind of random. You know, I don't I don't know. Um, it's it's interesting that they came to a conclusion real quick, and and there's two trains of thought about that. When you work on a car like the Rover or a Volvo that's just kind of a one-time car, it's not like the General Motors line or the Ford line or the Chrysler line or the Honda or Toyota, it's just a a line, then the guys that work Mm -hmm. on those all the time, they usually can tell you what's in your future. In your particular case, have you ever changed the fluid and the filter on it? Well, that's what I took it in. I just asked them, and they said they don't do that. It's too risky and causes more problems, and I'm like, well, that's the cheapest fix, isn't it? Okay, all right. What they should have said to you was, there is a risk associated with this. There are times that we make it worse. There's, there are times we make it better. If I'm talking to you, I'm saying most of the time it's the same or better. And so you got a 25% chance of being worse and a 75% chance of being the same or better. That tells us a lot. I'll take those out. And, yeah. and, then, and then another thing is, is are we going to do the filter? And flush it, which is probably in the two to three hundred dollar range, or are we just going to do the filter and then just do two or three quarts? So there's kind of iffy things about that. Let me ask you to do this. I want you to take over the shift and then I want you to manually shift it. Okay. okay. So you pull the shifter okay. down into the low gear and and then click it forward, click it forward, click it forward, and try to manually shift it. The question is is what does the problem, how does the problem respond to that? Okay. Now, okay. are we... And if that abs- doesn't fit the same? Sorry. Well, the reason I'm asking you is the engine misses are oftentimes misdiagnosed as transmission shift concerns. And so mm. by you taking it into a different RPM range and holding it out a little longer from 1 to 2 and 2 to 3 and 3 to 4... You say, you know, it just goes away. Then I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if we have a bad plug or a bad plug wire on this. Hmm. Now, the other thing you can do is, is if it's an issue with a secondary ignition, which is spark, then it's going to be worse mm-hmm. when it's wet. So keep an eye on that. Okay. So okay. I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a big fan of 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 changes in transmissions based on one symptom that nobody knows. (laughs) My technicians aren't going to come to me and say, I got this symptom and he needs a new transmission for $5,000. I'm not going to buy that. Uh, You know, I actually asked him, I said, did you test drive it? Because I gave them the codes. And they said, no, we put it on the computer and we got the same codes you gave us. I almost lost my mind. Well, and Um, and, and that's the code. You know, the code just isn't God's word. 
It isn't that. It, the, the code, we have all kinds of, we have a lean condition code, and it says the O2 sensor. 99, to, well, 90% of the time, it ain't the doggone O2 sensor. The O2 sensor is the messenger. The O2 sensor tells the computer what's coming out of the exhaust. Well, we've got an EGR valve that's stuck open. We've got a big vacuum leak over here. We've got a bad brake booster over here. So you, we, we can replace those O2 sensors until we're all dead, and we ain't going to fix your car. So I just hate it when technicians, now, admittedly, the Land Rover guys work on one car in a car. Salem works on every kind of car. They work on one. So maybe they're a little more well-versed than I am about looking into the future. Yeah. So yeah, I wish I would have looked in the future and told me not to buy it, but that would be my fault. Now, that's the follow-up. If you go into a shop yeah. and they tell you your car is a piece of crap, but then they want to buy it, then there's a, there's a message yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, okay, there one last thing. Um, I, want you to, I want you to call Goodies, G-O-O-D-Y. Okay. Goody is an old Mercedes-Benz guy. But here's what you're going to ask him. You're going to say, Mark Salem lost his mind on Saturday, and he said to call Goody and ask Goody, who's a good Land Rover guy? Because Goody's okay. going to know, and he's up in North Scottsdale. So okay. I think I think you should spend a minute to call Goody and just ask him that question. Salem said if anybody would know, you'd know a good Land Rover independent shop. That's what you're okay. looking for. Okay? Good luck to you. Excellent. Thanks right, so you, much. Bet. you bet. And uh, let me write to you. Know, and I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, the lines are wide open 602 508 0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24 7. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. Local business owners are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was a few months ago. Let Salem Surround help you today. Our team of local in-market experts will utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Salem Surround is here to help you achieve success. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments. 
dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You know, when you have your car fixed, 24 hours later, you'll know what kind of a job you got. It's, it's, not, it's just not any different than that. No matter what happens, when you get your car fixed, you'll know. And it's, sometimes it's going to take a little time. The code on a car doesn't mean that system is the problem. It can be the system is the problem, or it can say that something that reports to this particular circle of information is the problem. So the code doesn't mean... A mass airflow sensor code, 50% of the time, as far as I'm concerned, is not the mass airflow sensor. It's an air leak somewhere in the system. So the, the big rubber hoses that connect everything, one of them has a split, one of them's leaking air, one of them is cracked and broken. So we have unmetered air being ingested into the engine and the computer is confused. Put a piece of duct tape over it, go drive it, everything's fine, take the duct tape off, everything's back the way it was, you're done. But it does take some seniority, it does take some gray hair to get to the point where you can do that. So be wary of this. It's got this code. That means it needs this. I'll give you an example real quick. There, when, when old guys like me, and there's a lot of old guys like me in this valley, they come in and we have an engine misfire, and the, and the guy says to us, it's always the guy, and it's always a Ford. He says, I've changed all the wires. I've changed all the spark plugs. I've done a compression test. I've done this. I've done that. And I can't get this one-cylinder misfire number seven. So we go out there, and, and we spray a little bit of carburetor cleaner on it and we go it's got a bad intake gasket right here well how do you know that well because when i hit that spot right there the motor smoothed right out so the gasket is causing a lean condition on cylinder number seven the cil- the computer seeing cylinder number seven is not contributing because there's more air than there is fuel so therefore the one and one equals two <laughs> it's not that easy all the time but that's how it works you just have to know what can cause this code. You have to bend around the block. Well, there's a lot of guys. Autodynamics is one of them. They're up in Sun City. When people call me and they say, who do I go to? I say, go to Autodynamics in Sun City. He, he's, he's been around a very long time. He's, he knows right from wrong. He's been around since 1982, as a matter of fact. He doesn't pay his technicians or his staff a commission, so you're not going to have big bills because their paycheck gets better, bigger. So if you're in Sun City... Uh, my recommendation is Autodynamics, the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Michael, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have an old 2000 Buick Century with a 3.16 cylinder, 131,000 miles on it, and the uh, oil is coming on the exhaust or on the engine, and 
it gets into the cabin and smells and it's been doing that for a while. Did anything come to mind that would help that? Well, um, what I hear you saying is is that the, the fumes from the the engine is pressurized, overpressurized because it's old, and the fumes are escaping the engine, and you're smelling them in the cab of the of the vehicle. Is that fair? I thought maybe uh, I took it to a fellow last week I really like, and he said that uh, the oil was leaking out onto the en- hot engine, and it was making it do that. Okay. Well, if you have an oil leak, and that's the smell, first of all, if you want to find out, do you know the difference in your air conditioning controls between outside air and inside air? Not really. Okay. Maximum is recirculation in the car. We're not taking any air outside the car. The maximum setting on your air conditioning, we're taking air and we're circulating cold air in. I want you to think of maximum like refrigeration on your house. I want you to think of normal like a swamp cooler, a swamp cooler. So if you're driving around in your air conditioning or your climate controls is in normal, you're going to be breathing some of the air from the engine compartment. If you go from normal to maximum, you won't be. But I always if, have it on max. I always have it on max. Okay. So then if if you want I mean if you want to fix the motor you can fix the motor what I'd do is that I'd start with a new oil change what kind of oil do you not what kind but what weight of oil have you been using do you know semi-synthetic 1030 okay I'd put a 30 weight in it and see what kind of a difference I make but you're That's not a good idea you can't yeah. you can't you can't um 30 weight's going to be fine 30 weight's going to be fine and that will tell us something if we if if we can get around it make sure that when you're on maximum you got the windows rolled up so we're not breathing the air that's coming out through the vent in front of the windshield so if we got a smell we want to get rid of the smell at the same time but i just put 30 weight in it and go for 3000 miles and see what the heck happens but another thing is that all the symptom you've got is the smell that's all you got yeah, there is no smoke. Okay, okay. Then that go to maximum and keep the windows up. And even if you're in heater, go stay state and 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 put thirty weight in it and let's see if we can make progress. Cause see, here's the deal: when an old motor gets too much pressure inside, we start fouling spark plugs. I was fishing for you to say that, and you didn't say mm. that. And then when an old motor gets tired, it builds up so much internal pressure, it starts blowing out the different gaskets and leaking. Valve covers, front of the intake, back of the intake, the oil pan, the rear main seal, the front seal. We start having oil leaks. You didn't say that. So whatever you've got on a 1 to 10 is like a 2 or a 3. So change the oil and let's go thicker and see what happens, okay? Would it help to put, can you buy 30, can you buy 30 weight some, some, place, some places in this? Oh, you can buy 30 weight anywhere. I, I, I shoot 30 weight out of a gun all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's no problem. You just say the next time you go in, whatever oil you use, I don't want a synthetic. I don't want a semi-synthetic. I want just a regular 30 weight put in this and put my door sticker at 3,000 miles. How about the Lucas oil stabilizer? Would that help? You can use that, but let's do the 30 weight and see if we make any progress. Then if, if we don't make any progress and we still got the smell, then let's go to the Lucas. That takes the place of one quart of oil. And then you can use that, and that's like putting a 40 weight in there. Okay? Thank you for helping us very much. Bye. You're welcome, Michael. George, you're up next. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How are you today? 
good, good, frazzled, but good. <laughs> See, what you don't know is I'm in. I'm up here at the ranch, and and I I've got people that are playing outside with guns out of our fence line. <laughs> And so I got dogs barking in the studio. I've got, oh I got, my lord! I got, I got all this moving parts, and then my phone's going crazy because my friends listen to the show and they want to counsel me about the right thing to say. So um, yeah, oh, that's what's going on in my world. But George, you got a hundred percent of my attention. Okay, I'm a retired body shop owner. Um, about five six years back, and uh, first hour you were talking about. Uh, insurance companies and calling your insurance company to recommend a body shop? Yes, sir. That would be a big no-no. Okay. Okay, why? Um, oh, my experiences since 1982 has always been if you are on a preferred shop list, you're going to have to play their game. Um, a month or two back, you were talking about uh, aftermarket warranty companies, how, you know, if you have to wait a few days for their steering rack to arrive from Mexico. Yes. And then it's no good, and you have to you tie up your uh, rack for a few more days for another one to come in. This is what they want. They want preferential treatment using the parts they want, whether it's used or aftermarket or, or just you don't know where it's coming from, and you're stuck with whatever they want. And you don't have much choice in that in that. Um, if you're a claimant against the company, you have a little more choice. But if it's your own insurance policy, you have to do what they say. You okay. have to install their parts. And nine times out of ten, it's a bad, bad way to go. Okay. And, and, and I agree 100% with what you said, and, and I'm just going to synopsize it for you. Uh-huh. When your insurance company is paying a shop to fix your car, there is a relationship between the insurance company and the shop. And there are times the shop would like to do something different, but the insurance company overrules the process, and they have the power because yeah. they're the one that's writing the bill. It is well known in our industry that some, if not maybe half of those decisions, could be argued both ways, <laughs> and, and, um, and it works both ways. And they, they don't want to put Ford parts on it. They want you to find some aftermarket vintage part or something like that. There's all kind. And George is right. George is right. The insurance company is is really the dog that's going to wag the tail, and yeah. and you, there's not much you can do about it. But but George, what I said was, and and thank you for this opportunity. If you go to where your insurance company is, George, you have to agree that at the end of the day, if they want to be the biggest, the biggest a holes in the whole wide world, they just don't pay you, and you have a choice to go hire some high fangled attorney to try to get your money out of them. So they do pull a lot of weight when it comes to getting their customer taken care of. If you well, never, uh, maybe uh, listen, you could you could fire you could hire a high powered attorney that's going to cost you more than if you just paid the difference out of your own pocket. In it, which I, case, why do you have a policy? You're right. I agree with you. I I agree with you. I agree with you. But what I was trying to represent was is the insurance company, and I and evidently somewhat correctly the insurance company does have the arm of the owner a little twisted and so their purpose is is two and i'm going to add the second one their their purpose is make my customer happy and then i'm going to agree with george the second purpose is i want to pay as little as i can on this repair 
Of is that course, right? Of course. Okay. Of course. And, and so course. that's that's that. Well, thank you for your service. How, how long did you do work on Fred Flintstone's car? <laughs> no, no. I'm teasing no. you. I'm teasing you. Someone asked me that the other day. I said, I, "I'm not that old, but that's funny." So I, I got to use it. So right now, I just got to use it on George. Um, but okay. the, all right. Other than that, here's the hard question, George. George, how am I going to know? Tell me what to do to find a really good body shop. I would ask my neighbors, my friends, my coworkers, anybody. Okay. What's the experience you had? Okay. Uh, and, otherwise, there's really no other no other way unless you just happen to know somebody, a business. Okay. And that's kind of a rarity. There's less and less shops all the time. People are closing down. They're just retiring like me or selling out to a, you know, there's no reason that Allstate or Geico or whatever insurance company should have their own shops. No, you're because right. Because that, that's, that's, that's playing into self-interest. Because uh, when you dance with the devil, guess who's going to lead? It, and, and, and I agree with you. I work for insurance companies all the time. I have some favorite ones, and this is what I say. These are the ones where the tie goes to the customer almost every time. The customer. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I could... If somebody wants to know what my list is, just email me and I'll tell you what the list is. These are, and I don't even have one of them. I I insure with, but the rest of them I, I don't do business with them. But each and every time, I say, you know what? I'd rather be on the other side. And the insurance adjuster says, yeah. why do you want to be on the other side? And I say, well, here's your weaknesses: one, two, three, four, five. And he goes, fine. Correct. And they fix it. And I like that. But you're right, and, and, and I like the idea that you talk to your friends and your coworkers and all that kind of stuff because you're looking for a happy person. That did, and then the next question is, is how many times did you have to go back? Because if it took four times to get it right and this other shop has five customers that only went in once and came out once, then there might be yep. a little difference between those two. George, i got to run, but thank you very much for bringing that up. I, I, my feelings aren't hurt. I appreciate the, you know, both of us are in the same kind of industry, and uh, you bring up a good point, and, and uh, you're right. The insurance company uh, wants to fix your wrecked car for the least amount of money, <laughs> and that that is really um, all about parts and where we buy them and what the insurance company will pay for them. And a lot of the insurance companies now want to send us parts to put on the car, even from the mechanical side. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately for us, we can tell them no. And so then the customer can say, well, I'll tow it to another shop, or the customer says, by law, I can have it fixed by the shop of my choice, and Salem's the shop I want to fix. And then me and the insurance company will come to an agreement on how we're going to take care of this part that they want to pay $100 for, but it costs me 120 or something stupid. And that's a stupid example, but, but you get the point. Anyway, George, thank you very much. Folks, my email is mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com. If you're on Facebook, you can find me on Facebook, but I'm not talking about um, food. I'm not talking about anything except cars. That's it. Just cars. Car, car repair, car fixing, hot rod cars, stuff like that. I don't go into the, any of those other things that are going to get me in trouble because my wife and my kids won't let me. <laughs> That's the reason why that is. But if you have a question, mark at marksalem.com. And please leave me, if me a phone number because I'll call you back on my blocked cell phone. And we'll have a talk because I'm going to have more questions. So, again, mark at marksalem.com. Please drive safely. And if somebody does something nice, would you just tap your horn and just wave and say thank you. I'll see you next week. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.